Hello, my sweet baby perverts. So a few months ago, we shared with you the Monstrous Desire Survey, which was examining why we're attracted to monsters. Subscribe to the newsletter to stay up to date with Monstrous Desire Study and weekly blog updates, which will feature interviews with erotic monster authors, data analysis, media analysis of monsters, movies, and television, and clips of famous monstrous authors speaking about their work. Seriously, go check it out. It's really cool to see it all broken down, and I really think you'll love it. That's all for now. Enjoy the show. y'all ever seen the movie no such thing i don't think so no it's real weird it's like a icelandic movie i feel like you get down with it joyce <laughs> i mean i do love iceland yeah it is about a uh, i think it's a journalist that she goes to meet this like supposed monster that lives in iceland mm -hmm. and discovers that yes he is in fact like a monster he's like the first monster oh um Wait, the first, what do you mean the first monster? He is the monster that we have all told stories about since the beginning. He is like the origin of the idea of a monster. Very old then. Yeah. And it, like, it's a very strange, he gives like a whole speech about looking down on us as amoebas and watching us grow. And like, it's essentially just like, it's about fear and all sorts of things. It's, it's really fucking weird. Hmm. But I remember enjoying it. And also no such thing as. A fantastic name for anything. Very good title, yeah. mm -hmm. considering the premise. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. Everybody should watch it. And then if you hate it, come at me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we need some. Yeah. Come and interact with us on the fight Twitter. Fight us. Fight us. Yeah. Come fight us on Twitter. I, I haven't I'm seen feeling it real since I was like this week, So, you know, so. Like, come on. Yeah. Bring come it. Get it. Come get it. Not really. Like, be like a certain kind of mean. I mean, there's just like. You know what kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go, like, insulting my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Have y'all ever heard of the blob rain that happened in Oakville, Washington? No. <laughs> no, I can safely Blo say blob I rain. do not know what the blob is. B-L-O-B rain. August 7th, 1994, around 3 a.m., policemen were out, and this shit was, like, falling from the sky. First, they thought it was, like, snow or hail or some shit, but, like, it splattered and smeared like on their windshields. And when they're trying to use their windshield wipers, they just go and like just like spread across it. They refer to it as a gelatinous white substance. <laughs> it's cum. <laughs> God it's feed rain me. and cum. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but like um <laughs> the sh the shit that was falling from the sky, uh, unfortunately was like if people were like touching and stuff would make them sick. Like people talked about like being violently like ill, like nauseous and like blurred vision and stuff. Jesus. Also animals were like dying. Hmm. Is that bad? And yeah, much to the townsfolk's dismay, like in a, it was like in a three week span, the blob rain happened three times, three more times. So four times. And like supposedly lab tests were done on it to determine yeah. what the fuck it was. They said some of it contained human white blood cells. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Otherwise, it was like pretty inconclusive. Like they don't know what the fuck it was. You shook. I, I just, I always, always, <laughs> I always question it when they're like, oh, we did lab tests. We don't know what it is. Like, I feel like I need to call bullshit on that because like you, you know, can find out what's in it. Like if it mineral, fucking vegetable, whatever the fuck it is. It's carrot. It's, it's carrot. Like what? Well, like you a, can find root. out what's in it. It's carrot. It's carrot. It's just carrot. What is it? Carrot. What? Um. And also, it having like human blood cells in it makes me think that like maybe the, their samples were fucking like faulty to begin with. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. So to 
pull back the curtain a little bit. I didn't take a lot of great notes about this. <laughs> no, that's not. But it's not on you. There is a YouTube video. I'll try to search that. I'll send it to you all. Maybe I'll put it on social because it was just a really well, no. I need to watch a it. wacky motherfucking thing. I found on one of my like you know rabbit holes in YouTube, and I was just like, what? It's like the every now and then it just rains fish or yeah, yeah. Or, or the meat storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking meat storm happening in Kentucky. And it probably Kentucky. What, what, what kind of what kind of meat? <laughs> this was the dick before the cum, you know? Yeah, like dick meat. No, it was wasn't it everything. wasn't dicks. It was just like meat. Like, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, but like there's a I'm lot getting of to it. Give me a second. Okay. Like, like, you know, like the like butcher style meat was falling from the sky. So like beef, pork, chicken, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but like they don't know the source or why or what was happening. Like it's just as mysterious as blob rain or fish rain. It was mm. just like the meat storm. Yeah. That's the it's those brief openings in the other dimension in which meat <laughs> rains from the sky. Yeah. Like somebody somebody like isn't like driving a semi. Down the fucking highway. Fucking pork just chop like, just splatters whoop. on the windshield. Well, no, like and... they had the they're they're hauling pork chops, right? Oh, I and see the where dimensional you're going with rift this. happens, and like he gets to and the Jeb thing. is just like, oh, yeah, like he opens up the back of the truck and he's missing his pork chops. Oh, okay. I thought the whole truck went into the dimensional rift, and he's like floating through space and time, like, oh god, <laughs> missing persons. He's just like on his at. ham radio, like, why is no one answering me? I fell through the ham hole. Yeah. My ham hole. He's he's on his ham radio. I've lost my ham. My ham. Like my you're hams? on your ham. <laughs> my ham radio. I even lost it. I All lost the meat it. are gone. Everything's gone. All the meats. All the meats. Love the meats. But yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll post the YouTube Please and I'll do. send it to you all. But like, yeah, they couldn't really tell what the fuck it was. They had like theories and stuff, but like blah brain. Blah brain. I just Come on, vent it, vent out. I just feel like I could go on fucking Amazon right now and look get up like, blob rain. No, and get like a fucking children's chemistry set and go out <laughs> oh. to fucking Washington and figure out what the fuck the blob rain is. Like, where are they sending these samples wow. to? Wow, this is a. <laughs> That's a bold. That's a bold. No, I I totally get it because it's when when someone is doing testing on something and they say like we don't know what it is like. They know what the chemical compounds are and they can say those chemical compounds and right. be like, well, I, it had a lot of weird shit in it. Yeah, like, like silicone. You don't, have to, you don't have to tell me like where it came from if you don't know that. Yeah. But you know what's, you know but you know what's, what's in, in it. it. Yeah. And if, if it came back as inconclusive, it's because you have a shitty sample. Yeah. <laughs> it's just jello. Like a, a private jet holding jello. <laughs> just like, blew up. Blew up. God, that's a lot of fucking jello. Kentucky yucky jelly. <laughs> Dick meat raining from the sky. And maybe it was like uh, you know a factory that had something burning and it created like the, some they, sort of. That was one of the, the kind of theories. Is like some kind of like chemical uh, pollution. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it smelled like fish, my first thought when you said it was exploding whale. No, that, that, someone said that too. Yeah, but like, wait, it smelled like fish. No, I, I was saying, I think if it, I was like waiting for that, mm. but I mean, I guess like if it's near Washington, exploding whale is probable. Yeah. Can we make a band called exploding whale? What kind of yeah. music would exploding whale be? House. <laughs> That's not what I, th- what I would say, but sure. I don't know. It, if you say exploding whale, it just makes me think of like an indie band, mm. like indie rock. Well, yeah. I feel like it's an English band. Yeah. Oh yeah, we are exploding whale. But they're yeah, but they're not. Good. There it is. See, it sounds better in an accent. Yeah, they're not super popular. No. Yeah, they're not like the killers no. or some shit. Like they'll change their name and get popular. Is what's gonna happen. Mm, yeah, yeah, you always. Yeah, that happens. That happens. You guys change your name. Band shake up. It's like um, Stone Temple Pilots. Is that rumor that? I, I it may actually be true, but that the original name of the band was Shirley Temple's Pussy, um, <laughs> and huh. then. Their manager was like, no, (laughs) like y'all ain't going to get big if you keep that one. So we're going to change it up. Huh? Stone Temple Pilots. I mean, that's fair. Lord knows if that's true. I've heard that story many times, but yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Pearl Jam. 
It's come. It's come, people. Wait, Pearl what? Jam has come. What? That's Pearl Jam. It's Pearly Jam, baby. That's come. Is it really? Like, yeah. is that what it really? Yeah, yeah Pearl it's Jam. It's come. I'm surprised you it's didn't come. know that. I had no idea. Pearl necklace made with Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pearl Jam. Huh. Yuck. Yuck indeed. Mm-hmm. Like, like hmm. I kind of feel yuck. Which is funny. Jam. We don't I don't usually... know. Like, I don't like mixing Jam? food and the, you mm. know, it's like grape, baby gravy, right? Yuck. You know? No, no. Baby's the part that hurts me. Gravy doesn't bother me as much. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the gravy part. Because if somebody said See, man gravy, I don't, like, like, I don't like man gravy, but I can at least like my insides don't want to become my outsides. <laughs> but baby gravy actually makes me want to vomit. Yeah, I mean, I don't like gravy. I mean, I like gravy. No, I fucking love. Gravy. I love gravy. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but I eat gravy on anything. But the idea, Ew. the idea of cum having the consistency of gravy is not as good. Well, that's I you like. I mean, I'm not. This is not <laughs> disagreeing with you. This is just saying that there's different types of gravy, and I thought you were we're gonna like, say different types of cum. There's so there many are. types of cum. <laughs> No, 100%. There's chunky cum out there. That's the thing. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, but I know. like, we're we're Southern people. Yeah. We have a very specific type of gravy. It's thick. Yeah. And it's got some sausage clumps in it, in it sometimes, sausage yeah. in it. And Give things it that pepper. you don't want in your cum is a clump and sausage. True. <laughs> yeah. But, like. Or pepper. Other parts, other parts of the world, gravy is, like, a very thin like yeah, liquidy yeah, yeah. thing so yeah but there's okay. there's a thin line between gravy and like roux you know mm-hmm. well, we get too much here like, mm-hmm. here there is okay fair i'm enough. just saying like the rest of the world doesn't see gravy the same way so <laughs> oh, shit our gravy's different okay god now i just want I, biscuits and no, gravy no, i would eat any type of gravy fuck, right now fuck, i'd fuck uh, it up i want that gravy gravy <laughs> give it a gravy all right, y'all want to yeah. talk about our monster today? Yeah. Throw some gravy on me, baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right, we're we're silly today. Um, I got a sandwich in my belly and love in my heart. You, I would say your your demeanor has shifted quite Hell yeah. a bit after that, Hell Sammy. Yeah. I told you that we had to wait till I got my sandwich. Like, I'm glad we. I did. knew I wasn't gonna be a fun person. <laughs> That's fair. I feel that. I'm powered by ramen. So, <laughs> hello. Welcome to Love at First Sighting. Sex positive, kink friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and imaginations. My name's Joyce. My pronouns are she, they. I am your cryptid researcher bringing the Monster Book Report. Joining me is Jim. Hey, I'm Jim. I'm they, them, and I'm here to read some monster porn. Also joining me is that Sammy filled boy over there, Coco. Hey, I'm Coco. I like sandwiches. They they do help fuel me. Also, I'm a horny little nerd. I came here to learn and stay horny. Hell yeah. Okay, we're gonna get real horny. So, <laughs> <laughs> so roll out the red carpet, y'all. We have a celebrity in our midst. Oh. Today, we're talking Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Skookum, as this particular Creature is called by the indigenous folks. Skookum. Skookum. Okay. Skookum. Gokum. I like that. There are other terms. We'll get to it. I'm going to start calling you Skookum. <laughs> indigenous. It's a cute name. It's very good. That's good. As I've said before on this show, there are tons of Bigfoot-like creatures across the globe. Each region has their own names for them. Many of these creatures differ in various ways. For the purposes of today's episode, we're talking about the OG Bigfoot, the one everyone, at least in the States, thinks of as seen in the famous 1967 Patterson-Gimlin film. The Bigfoot captured in the film has lovingly been deemed Patty by most Bigfoot researchers, and the footage was shot in the Pacific Northwest. So we are going to focus on Patty and Bigfoot sightings in that area. Okay. Supposedly nice. one third of Bigfoot sightings happen in the Pacific Northwest. It's a lot of for- like big forested area, I feel yeah. like, yeah, yeah. around there. Just motorboat and that mic. Well, I just, I ha- you know, like to, for it to be close to, my titties yeah, no. are very close to my face anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm a small person. Fair so. enough. Just. I think it goes without saying that Bigfoot is, without a doubt, the most well-known cryptid, mm-hmm. as well as the most plausible to many cryptozoologists. Uh, yeah. I, w- I think, I know, like, that's a crime pig. Co- <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking crime pig. It's happening. I know. I'll let it. <laughs> 
Uh, just haven't done the research yet. We should make that a, a specifically a Patreon episode where we do the squonk. The squonk. Mm. Uh, I mean, I will research it. But yeah, the, the story definitely has to take away the uh, beast part of it. Make it a little bit more, <laughs> you know, sentient. Mr. Squonk. <laughs> Excuse me. Professor Squonk. Professor Squonk. Dr. Squonk, PhD. Dr. Squonk. Before I go on, content warning time, mentions of missing persons, death, violence. That's upsetting. You just skip ahead. But yeah, let's get to learning. Let's, let's learn some shit about Patty. So the word Sasquatch is believed to be an anglicization of a Salish word, Saski, meaning wild man or hairy man. J.W. Burns coined the term Sasquatch in the 1930s. Burns was an Indian agent assigned to the Salish Band, now known as the Shahalish First Nation. I added all these pronunciation keys so I could do this. <laughs> Shahalish people claim a close bond with Saski and believed it has the ability to move between the physical and spiritual realms. See, dimensional. The more you read about a Bigfoot, the more dim- interdimensional antics kind of keep coming up. Have you ever read The Long Earth? Mm-mm. It's a whole thing where it's infinite Earths going off into mm. time and space. But um, there is one where they're like essentially Sasquatch people, but they have the ability to teleport. The Yeti, too, also supposedly had the ability to hop from one dimension to the other. So mm. like this is not an uncommon thing. By the way, Salish, uh, I learned, is a linguistic group of North American indigenous tribes speaking related languages and living in the upper basins of the Columbia and Fraser River and their tributaries in what is now known as the province of British Columbia, Canada, and the United States of Washington, Idaho, and Montana, the area that we're talking about today. Yeah. Mm. Big area. Big, big area. Yeah. yeah. Lots of lots of forests. Lots of north foresty business. <laughs> um, anywho, um, alleged observations of Bigfoot describe the creature as a large, muscular, bipedal, ape-like creature, roughly 1.8 to 2.7 meters or 6 to 9 feet tall, covered in black, dark brown, or dark reddish hair. Common descriptions also include broad shoulders, no visible neck, and long arms, which experts describe as likely misidentification of a bear standing upright. But who knows? Uh, the enormous footprints for which the creature is named are claimed to be somewhere between 15 to 24 inches long. Also, Bigfoot has an incredibly offensive odor. <laughs> Everyone's so mean. No. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Just living their best life. Mm. I know. It's a difference between an, an aroma and an odor. This is true. My college health plus told me that. <laughs> to try to make us feel better about, you know, pussy stink. I feel like it's just a matter of pers- uh, perspective. Absolutely, for yeah. sure. Some people like smells and some people don't. Yeah. Actually, it's funny. We'll get back to that. Okay. Uh, one of the earliest incidents near the area I mentioned happened around southern Washington state. Supposedly in 1924, a violent encounter between a group of miners and a group of, and that's miners with a M-I-N-E-R-S, <laughs> not the children. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. It's you're an important distinction for yes, me. Yes, apparently. <laughs> and a group of ape men occurred. These allegations were reported in the July 16, 1924 issue of the Oregonian and have become a popular piece of Bigfoot lore, with the area now being referred to as Ape Canyon. That's a good band. Ape Canyon. Ape Canyon. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, like, I imagine good. a lot of Better like, than real Exploding Whale. Yeah, yeah, I actually do like that more. I think that they would play together, though. But Exploding Whale would open. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. also, like, the opening song for Ape Canyon's first album, it has some just deep, deep tom drums, and they're just, like, beating the fuck out of them. Like, it's just one of the people from Caribou. Yeah, I mean. Started Ape Canyon. Ape Canyon. Now, there are some that say that maybe it was just some use throwing rocks into the canyon, not realizing there were miners in the bottom. And the miners, you know, being so far away. So miners could... against miners. <laughs> the eternal exactly. struggle. I was like, don't say it. Don't say it. Shut your mouth. I'll never tell myself that. <laughs> <laughs> so like they're thinking like, you know, if the kids were far away enough, they would just look like black figures. Uh, you know, so maybe they were drunk teens. Maybe with big feet. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> miners versus miners. That's the first album name for a canyon. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, we need to start this band. Oh, it's really good. It's very good that because it ties in with Ape Canyon, Miners versus Miners. <laughs> Sorry, it's so good. I'm losing my mind today. Um, Ape Canyon's also a really terrible name for a vagina. <laughs> All of a sudden, this episode has become very challenging. <laughs> <laughs> With this new, yeah, new right? it's not. I feel like I say this a lot. I'm like, this is challenging stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> another incident in Ape Canyon has been attributed to Bigfoot when a skier by the name of Jim Carter went missing. On the way down the mountain, Carter left the other climbers at a landmark called Dog's Head. At <laughs> Why is everything making me laugh now? <laughs> Why is this jazz making Why me laugh? Why is this jazz making me laugh? That's a bad... That, I shouldn't Ooh. do inside jokes on a podcast where no one can know what they are. There was one time I was really high and someone was <laughs> playing music and it made me giggle and I said, Why is this jazz making me laugh? <laughs> there, now everyone's up to speed. It was very good music later when I was sober. God, it was amazing though. You just... You couldn't stop giggling. Well, it's like... Oh, it yeah. just... It was... I think it was like some Brazilian like Tropicana whatever that Yeah, I don't style. even think it was jazz. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it just... In my brain, I was like, this is jazz. And I was just like... <laughs> I was just like, why is this jazz making me laugh? God, that was a good joke. Obviously, because I smoked a jazz cigarette. <laughs> um, jazz cabbage. Jazz Cabbage. Oh my God, that that will be a good band name too. No, Jazz Cabbage is another album for Ape Canyon. Oh shit. Okay, okay. It's the it's like the it's the big song on Miners. Yeah, it's like the single. Oh shit. Okay, so the guy left his fellow people at Dog's Head. (laughs) He told them he would ski around to the left and take a picture of the group as they skied down the Timberline. That was the last anyone saw of Carter, unfortunately. Oh, Jesus. The next morning, searchers found a discarded film box at the point where he was he was going to take the picture. But from here, Carter's evidently took off down the mountain in a wild, death-defying dash, taking chances that no skier of his caliber would take unless something was terribly wrong or he was being pursued. Mm-hmm. He jumped over two or three large crevasses and evidently was going like the devil. This was all quotes from mm-hmm. people. When Carter's tracks reached the sides of Ape Canyon, uh, the searchers were amazed to see that Carter had been in such a hurry that he went down the steep canyon walls, but did not find him at the bottom. We combed the canyon, one into the other, for five days. Sometimes there were as many as 75 people in the search party, but after two weeks, the search was called off. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't find him. Mm. Like, not even, not even scraps of clothing nothing the only thing is the film box yeah yeah so he like discarded film i guess he was probably loading it into his camera maybe he faked his death <laughs> no i feel like i feel like there are better ways to do that easier ways yeah maybe <laughs> but then again if that if he did fake his death it worked exactly might mm-hmm. have been an easier way but that was a pretty solid way otherwise yeah, yeah. hmm This was probably back when you could still do that and you weren't like basically like, I don't know how a person would do that now. What, fake their death? Yeah, and go on to live somewhere else. You can't get a job without giving them all your fucking IDs and information. I know, I've I've worked overseas, so there's nothing, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Everything about me is kept in some database and they know who I am and I will never be able to erase myself. In 1953, <laughs> a tractor operator by the name of Jerry Crew was working in the Six Rivers National Forest. After a bit of working, he jumped down from his tractor and happened to see something that resembled an incredibly large humanoid footprint. He essentially made a cast of these prints and started to look for answers, and the papers caught wind of the story and quickly ran with it. The Humboldt Times... I wonder how they caught wind. Just him walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's not what you meant, was it? <laughs> How have you now exhausted me in one go? <laughs> one go, you I got feel, me. I feel like now we're even. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So, question. Yeah. He went back to the track because if you're, oh, I'm just doing my tractor job, I happen to have all the things to make a plaster cast with me. I think he went back to okay. it. I don't think he like, all right. oh, well, I just happen to have my plaster cast kit right here. I always mm-hmm. keep plaster Paris right here in my pants. <laughs> Just but, enough for a footprint. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think he uh, had it with him. Okay. Um, the Humboldt Times is credited with giving the creature the name Bigfoot. Huh. Not that creative, but <laughs> um, <laughs> sources say that this set off the hunt for Bigfoot in the States, specifically in the Pacific Northwest. 
spoiler alert, when Ray Wallace, someone who had worked with Cruz on that specific job, passed away, his family revealed that the footprints were faked by Wallace as a prank. Some sources say he devised other Bigfoot-related hoaxes. Hoaxes? Hoaxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this was his most memorable. And despite this, the hunt still continues today. Um, do with that what you will. Hmm. I mean, I, d- I would... I do want a Bigfoot <laughs> plaster cast. I mean, just a. You I to, know they're fucking fake, but do you want I. Want me to make you one? Yeah. Okay. They also sell them at the Bigfoot Museum in oh, Boring yeah. Oregon. No, yeah, I remember, and they didn't fucking have. They one. didn't have them. Some bullshit. That's the most. Doesn't make any sense because you can make molds over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, that's my thing. It's so like I you could know. just make fucking more of them. It's a fucking plaster cast. Don't ask me. They just uh, didn't have them. I don't know. I don't All right. I'm going. I'm going to find you a foot. A print. <laughs> I'm gonna find you foot. There's a website for that. I heard. Yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking scam. It was a scam. It's a scam. No feet were found. No feet were found. I put feet on there and no one gave me millions no of dollars. No one found them. <laughs> Bullshit. I couldn't buy my Ferrari or whatever. Where's my mansion with my foot money? Yeah, you'd have better luck just going on Instagram and posting your feet. Because you get, get some dirty. DMs. Now, Instagram might shut you down after oh, yeah. a few of those DMs, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if you get a nipple tattooed on your foot? Well, they get banned. <gasps> Science experiment. I mean, honestly, if you got it just right, you probably would initially. It probably wouldn't be a perma ban, but it yeah. might hit the algorithm if you got them yep. like really detailed titties tattooed on your feet. Mm. Yeah. Ouch, though, you know? Do you think there's someone out there who has titties tattooed on their feet? Yes. Yeah. Well, let's Google that. Oh. <laughs> we're so distracted today. how would i look feet with tattooed oh my god <laughs> titties <sighs> let's see eventually we'll get to patty y'all Sorry. i promise we're, cu- we're, we're cutting all this out it's- <laughs> <laughs> do you know how much we don't usually cut out <laughs> Actually, that's true. I don't know how much is and is not cut out. Oh, yeah, no, I've not, I've not done that job yet. Sorry. <laughs> Gonna put you to work. I don't I don't have the computer things for that. My I'll, bad. I'll tell you right now, my algorithm is fucked after typing in that whole thing, trying to find titties on feet. Here they all are. They're together, but it's no like tattoos. I, I tried to type in, uh, can, can you taste with your balls? And it was just like... Oh, I made a mistake there. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> um, can you? No. No. Okay. There, there's like something to do with that you have like sensory things on there, but like, no, you don't have taste buds on your balls. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Man, but testicles wh- would be eating a lot of ass. <laughs> what, what, what? Can you say it again? T- You're just thinking of balls slapping against the butthole and yeah, okay. yeah, tasting like, it. Okay. Yes. Just. I mean, who doesn't like eating ass? Cowards. Cowards. Yeah, I cowards. was about to say. I was, I was like, like waiting. I'm like, I was doing the response, pause, but you hit, you hit All it right. fast. No, no, it's perfect. Right. After further <laughs> delay, or further delay, no more delay. No more. No delay. We're going to get to Patty. So the story of Patty in the Patterson-Gimlin film. As the story goes, in the early afternoon of Friday, October 20th, 1967, Patterson and Gimlin were riding on horseback along the east bank of Bluff Creek. Worth noting... Many sources say they were out to find Bigfoot, Bigfoot, <laughs> Bigfoot, uh, and after rounding a corner of a large overturned tree, they did just that. So they were. <laughs> I didn't know that. They're, they Maybe were. Maybe I out should there. redo that fucking line. That was bad. <laughs> I loved it. I well, like I missed a bunch of words, and I was just like, I just. They, they just did that. They did that. Joyce just gave me such deep eye contact. <laughs> as she was like, they did just that. It was so good. It's perfect. I felt like I was watching one of those like reenactment specials. Oh, my God. Like Paranormal Survivor. Yeah. That's probably about the quality of the acting I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did. They did it. They did. In the film, you can see what Patterson and Gimlin claim was a large, hairy, bipedal, ape-like figure with short black hair covering most of its body including its prominent breasts. Yeah. Between the two men, they estimated the creature's height to be about six feet, six inches. Don't know how they can tell that from so far away. Patterson estimated that he was about 25 feet away from the creature at his closest. 
Patterson said that his horse reared upon sensing the figure and he struggled to settle his horse, get off of it, and scramble to get his camera. He yelled, cover me, to Gremlin. <laughs> Gremlin. <laughs> Gimlin. <laughs> Meaning to get his gun out. Gimlin crossed the creek on horseback after Patterson had run well beyond it, riding on a pass somewhat to the left of Patterson and somewhat beyond his position. Gimlin estimated he came within 6 to 90 feet of Patty. The film has been analyzed all to hell, as you probably know, with mm-hmm. mixed results. Um, like I was watching a monster quest on Bigfoot, and they discussed how people have used digital film, like microscopes, and people have like compared it to the human gate to Patty's gate, and also used that method with like the suit covered in balls. Mm-hmm. What's that mm-hmm. called? I forget. Ball suit. <laughs> yep. You know, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Ball suits. The ball suit. But using that to kind of like gauge the human gate. And like compare yeah. it to Patty's gate. Um, also in that episode, there was an expedition of cis women looking to hunt Bigfoot. Their theory was the Bigfoot, at least the male ones, reacted different to folks with vaginas. They're attracted to the scent. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Also, for some reason, this team, this expedition team were singing to the big feet. I don't know where the theory was on that one. But. I mean, I don't know. You can sing to a horse. I am so scattered. I'm sorry to you. It's all right. It's so audience. late. We're doing such a late recording. Yeah, I started late because I needed my Sammy. I digged my mom a garden pond. My spouse really. I mean, well, I did digging, but my spouse planned it. Very sweet. My mom never asked for things. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Take that woman on the train. I know. God. <laughs> My stepfather won't take my mom on a train. There's a dinner train in our hometown. Just take her on the damn train. <laughs> take her on the damn train. I don't know if like the audience is going to love or hate this episode. <laughs> it's so all over the place. It's all over the place. Hey, sometimes you need a um So what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about we're talking about that Bigfoot. In 2002, Jane Goodall told an interviewer, "You'll be amazed when I tell you. I'm sure that they exist." She later added, chuckling, well, I'm a romantic, so I always wanted them to exist. And then finally concluded with, you know, why isn't there a body? I can't answer that. And maybe they don't exist, but I really want them to. Same. Yeah. Valid. In 2008, two scientists purchased what they thought to be a Bigfoot carcass frozen in ice. From Do we an- remember? This is the one where like you sent it to me. You're like, our foot! Our foot! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they purchased this Bigfoot carcass, supposedly. Uh, frozen in ice from a Georgia Bigfoot tour owner, Rick Dyer. Turned out just to be a rubber gorilla suit. Nice. <sniffs> wah, wah. And didn't they put like rotten meat in it too to like make people be like, wow, like it was so stinky. They didn't want to really get close to it and really look. Um, I think so. I don't remember. I just remember it being just like a rubber gorilla suit, like a circus basically that had it. And they were like, here you go, scientist. And it was like, an enormous amount of money the scientists spent on this, by the way. I can't remember the exact number, but it was stupid, dumb money. But uh, So, I've seen this. Yeah? Wait, wait, you've seen the actual... It was in New Orleans. <gasps> it was in like a kind of like House of Curiosities kind of thing. And <gasps> they have a room that has this sweet frozen beast in it. Ah. And I went in there and saw it. And it's still, they still have it nice, but like, obviously it's like melted and re- refrozen several times. So it's like a little wonky. The suit is like dilapidated. <laughs> it's pretty Whoa. funny. Like it, it does look like a deflated mascot suit that's been frozen, but it's really fun to see. That was really, it was great. That, that, that sounds really fun. I wish fun. I could remember what it was called. The place. Um, it, They had like a bunch of different things from movies too. They had like um mm. outfits for, um. Legosi and and all that kind of stuff. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, you know, like still to this day, people debate the existence of Patty and like the credibility of the Patterson Gimlin film. Like it's been studied to hell and back. You know, mm-hmm. no one, no one knows. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not conclusive. But theories, ape creature, <laughs> <laughs> missing link. <laughs> I always love you. The um, moment that you do theories, because there's always like at least one of them that's just like thing. <laughs> I mean, stuff. Guy in suit. Guy in suit. Guy in suit with fake breasts. Fake boobies. Guy in suit with real breasts. I don't know. Yeah. Hoax. You know, Ray Wallace being a, a goober. 
before he passed away. Rest in peace, Ray Wallace. Interdimensional being. Interdimensional being. Alien. alien. Sometimes alien. I think he's alien. Yep, yep. Some yep. kind of god. Guy that fell into a vat of hair and honey. <laughs> Someone got tar and feathered. Yeah. Feathered. 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 <laughs> god. I love the moments how Southern, like, we all get on this show. We'll just be like, well, now, damn it. You know how, like, you kind of, there's a wet floor and you kind of slip just a little bit? Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. I say feathered. You're just walking through and you're like, oh, oh, Whoa, mirror. I was just looking in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. That's Patty. That's a Bigfoot. Sasky. Sasquatch. Skookum. 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 So cute. Skookum up. Scoop, scoop them. Scoop. I mean, they'll be scooping you. They big. Scoop them up. I mean, at least everyone in this room. Maybe there's someone in Listen, here, someone there ain't out there. nobody in this world who don't deserve to get scooped. Oh, we I'll all scoop be scooped. Yeah. I don't care how big you are. I'm going to scoop you. Scoop them. Yeah. I'm going to scoop, scoop you. There's some, there is something like very fun and flirty about scooping or being scooped. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. It's a fun thing. The hmm. scooper or the, the scoopy. Scoopy. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Scooper or scoopy. Scoopy. Scooper. Scoopy, scoopy, scoop. <laughs> okay, well, all of that's getting cut out because that was stupid shit. Oh, well. <laughs> Judge, now who's judgy? I feel like I'm always the one getting shit for being a little judgy wiener, but look at this. That is some fucking cold-blooded shit over there. <laughs> wow, you act like that's the dumbest thing we've said today. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's not. It do fuck if you were wondering. Oh, yeah. No, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. But does it fuck? Oh, it sure does. Hot damn. <laughs> so I uh, I picked two stories because they're both pretty, pretty short. Mm. Um, this one is titled Giantess, and it's by Sweet Carol Ann. And this is on an archive of our own. Let's get started. Do I have this? I didn't send you anything <clears throat> because there's only one word I need from you out of both stories. So Hell yeah. I'm just going to tell you just what to say. Say the word and yeah. I got it. Yeah. Is it going to be... Uh. <laughs> uh. The tracks had led Kay deep into the forest to where the birds and insects made no sound and everything was eerily still. From the sheer size of the prints and the length of the strides, she knew instinctively that this was not a hoax. Bigfoot lived in these woods. The creatures she had long dreamed of finding were real. Hardly daring to breathe, she concealed herself in a thick, bushy area. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make as little noise as possible and hoping that her camouflaged clothing would make her less visible to the eyes of the creatures. Kay's heart hammered as she heard the rustling of leaves and snapping of twigs. Whatever was coming intended to be heard, to make its presence known to everything within miles. Sapling trees were pushed aside as if they were blades of grass and a giant stepped into the clearing, or rather, a giantess. She was the spitting image of the creature from the Patterson-Gimlin footage. Well over seven feet in height, covered from head to toe in jet black fur, and walking with a purposeful stride, Kay bit back a scream as she realized that the Bigfoot was heading straight for her hiding place. Dark eyes met Kay's tear-filled blue ones as the Bigfoot held out something in cupped hands to Kay, and the look in those eyes was curious, but kind. Close up, the Bigfoot's features were ape-like, except for the nose, which was flat but more human. Kay struggled to her feet and took some of the berries the giantess had offered her. She popped a few into her mouth as the Bigfoot gave her an approving look and began to make a soft humming sound, swaying a little. The berries were sweet and juicy, and when Kay had finished her mouthful, the Bigfoot offered more. Good, Kay said softly. With a nervous smile flitting across her face, thank you. She then pointed to herself, saying a little louder this time, Kay. The Bigfoot tilted her head and pointed to her own chest, uttering something that sounded like Rara. Is that your name? Rara? It's pretty, Kay said, her fear slowly dissipating with the kindness the Bigfoot was displaying. The Bigfoot began to hum again and reached over to run her thick fingers through Kay's long blonde hair, pulling it free from the scrunchie that had bound it. With the lengthy, slow exhalation of wonder, Rara smoothed the tousled locks and seemed to be admiring how the silky strands glistened like the sun. Kay smiled, relaxing a little at the tender, almost worshipful caress. She liked the touch and found herself thinking how beautiful Rara was with her lush, lustrous fur 
full curves, and eyes filled with curiosity and intelligence. But when one huge hand slid under Kay's jacket, shirt, and bra, uh. <laughs> and bra to touch the warm, soft mounds of her breasts, she shuddered and flinched. Rara tilted her head again, but did not remove the hand. A soft grunt issued from Rara's lips and throat, rising upwards at the end as if inquiring. With a gasp, Kay realized that Rara was asking for permission. Please, Kay heard herself whispering before she could stop the word. Mighty Rara uttered a deep, slow, sensual growl and began to tear the cumbersome camouflage gear from Kay until the human woman, until the human woman, human, until the human woman stood naked before her. Rara bent down and lifted Kay into her arms, her long pink tongue sliding out between her lips to lick and stroke Kay's rapidly hardening nipples. Rara carried Kay over to an area of long, soft grass and leaves where they both lay down on their sides. Kay whimpered with desire as Rara pushed one large finger inside the slick, wet folds of her cunt. Fuck. Just right into it. Rara takes no fucking time. Hello. She was like, hey, what's up? Fuck. I got, I got a meeting out. after this. Come on. Rara's massive, flexible thumb flicked lightly and teasingly against Kay's throbbing clit. And all over Kay's bare body, the velvety warm fur of the Bigfoot rubbed and caressed and pleasured her. She moaned aloud, and she moved to tongue and suck one of Rara's large nipples, delirious with ecstasy at the strength and the passion of the Bigfoot woman. As Kay sobbed and screamed and came, she felt the pressure of Rara's teeth in the skin on her left shoulder, biting deep enough to mark, yet drawing no blood. Smiling with satisfaction, Rara carried her new mate away into the forest, leaving the trappings of humanity where they lay. You know, when you said Rara uh, was cupping something in their hand for Kay, I thought it was going to be a key to a Subaru. (laughs) (laughs) Be my wife. Will you marry me? You haul me, baby. Also, Rara, when you said that, I was just like, Again, I thought of Scooby Doo, like how Scooby's talking. Racky, Ruh-oh. Yeah. I thought Scooby Doo first, and then immediately it turned into Ra 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 Ra. Sorry, go on. All right. So that was the end of that one. Very good. Liked it. Liked it. Magic. I do like this one a little better. So I saved it for last, but it's by the same person. Mm-hmm. So this one is called Queen of the Forest, and it's also by Sweet Carol Ann on an archive of our own. It's actually just archive of our own, but for some reason I always say an archive of our own. Yeah. I'm wrong. It's okay. So, and I know it. And I recognize it. I want to grow. <laughs> I want to be a better person. <laughs> always. Okay. A trace of delicate fragrance from the rose petals that had floated in the bathwater still lingered as Rachel dried herself and donned the white silk robe that would serve her as her wedding gown. Rachel had opted to dispense with attendance for this part of the ritual. She had wanted to be alone for a little while, to dress herself and adorn her own hair with sprigs of exquisitely perfumed jasmine that had been floating in a glass bowl on a ledge beside the bath. Her iron-gray hair felt gloriously soft to the touch, and she caught a glimpse of herself in the mirror. She smiled. She wore her years with pride, just as she proudly bore scars on her body from the hard life she had once endured. Age meant experience and wisdom, and the scars meant that she was a survivor who had risen above her troubles and emerged victorious. In the compound's meeting hall, the voices of Rachel's followers rose first in prayer and then in song, praising the spirits of the woodland and the mighty matriarch of the forest people. As Rachel's grandson, Seth, strummed his guitar and led the singers, Rachel listened with hushed reverence to the words, her heart pounding with anticipation and desire each time she heard her future wife's name and titles. Mala, queen of the forest, mother of giants, gentle ruler of worlds unknown. I like how we got judgment earlier. <laughs> I know. We were just being goofy. And we, she over here like, Mala, Mala, Mala. I was just playing. I was just playing. But like, I don't, you know how like in like old cartoon movies where they're like, doo, 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 and they like, yeah, they get and it's the always bugle. like the goofiest yeah, voice the, when they the call the out town them. crier vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King George the Third. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. 
Fools from the outside world called Rachel's clan a cult. Delusional lunatics chasing mythical creatures through the woods. But the mighty folk of the forest were no mere myth or legend. After many months of patience, prayers, and gifts of food and trinkets, the Sasquatch people had befriended Rachel and her brothers and sisters in faith. Not only that, but Rachel had won the heart of their wise and beautiful leader and was about to become her consort. Her breath quickened and her nipples became achingly hard at the thought of Mala's thick russet fur and towering height. Her body that was both curvaceous and muscular, and the loving kindness that always shone from her dark eyes. Barefoot and naked beneath her flimsy robe, Rachel walked out to the pillar that had been erected at the furthest edge of the compound, near the tree line, especially for the marriage rites. Her daughters, Hannah and Naomi, stood on each side of the pillar holding ropes in their gloved hands. Their gowns were of blood-red satin, and wreaths of bright green leaves crowned their heads. Rachel allowed them to bind her to the pillar, whispering the same words of prayer that fell from their lips, and then the two young women bowed their heads and departed. In the night sky above, the full moon had risen and the stars were glistening, and the sounds of wood knocks and whooping calls echoed from the forest depths, for the Sasquatch elders were warning all the curious young ones to stay back. After the brides had consummated their union, there would be plenty of time for the human and Bigfoot clans to come together for feasting and celebration. But this ritual, the sacred joining of bodies and souls, was for Mala and Rachel alone. Nearby trees began to sway, as if something gigantic was pushing them aside, and a deep, rumbling growl, almost like a purr, but twice as loud, resonated through the night air. Rachel saw a massive form moving with slow, deliberate steps towards her, and she gasped as one huge hand, its palm and fingertips smooth like soft leather, reached to stroke her hair and face. Mala stood fully eight feet tall. Her breasts were large and heavy, her shoulders broad and her hips were wide and curving. Her eyes glowed with a red-gold sheen in the moonlight, and although her facial features were like those of a great ape, there was an intelligence far superior to humans radiating from those eyes. And then here I'm going to want you to say, mine with a resonant growl. <sighs> like that kind of thing, or just like... I don't know, it just <sighs> says that on here, but you can you can make mine. it Mine. Does that work? That's fine. Oh. <laughs> Wide-eyed over there. My You're goodness. right? Yeah. Good. Mala said with another of those resonant growls that sent a pleasant tingle all the way down Rachel's spine. Yours, Rachel whispered back, barely having time to catch her breath before Mala's wide, soft mouth claimed hers in a heated kiss. Strong hands broke through the ropes that had Rachel pinned, and in moments the silken gown was in tatters upon the ground. Mala caressed Rachel's throat and breasts with fingers that were first rough and bruising, then showing a gentle sweetness that seemed lighter than the breeze. Mala's long, wet tongue entwined with Rachel's own as two of those thick fingers slid down to where Rachel was wet and wanting, flickering over her clit before pushing hard into her. Rachel moaned and arched toward the possessive touches. Those fingers thrusting in and out of her stretched and filled her more completely than anyone ever had before. She surrendered to their glorious strength and sought with her own hands the salt-sweet folds between Mala's sturdy thighs, longing to pleasure Mala in return. Mala growled again and snapped her hips forward, able to engulf Rachel's entire hand with her heat and wetness. As Rachel brought her to one climax after another, she tightened her inner muscles around Rachel's wrist and roared aloud like a lioness. All sounds from other woodland creatures ceased all of a sudden. They had fallen into stunned silence in all of the queen. They all watching that fuck. <laughs> Just a bunch like, of deer standing like, holy shit. How the fuck you seeing this? Well, that's... I, this whole time, Joyce and I just keep like doing these like oh oh, 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 oh whole fucking hand Also, the way you're reading this, it's like I can hear you being like, and then, uh, and then, uh, oh, there's, some, there's like sweat in your voice, you know? <laughs> that ain't the only thing. All the sounds from other woodland creatures ceased all of a sudden. They had fallen into stunned silence in awe of the queen of the forest and her fearsome power. Rachel and Mala's bodies slipped apart 
and Rachel, dizzy from both exertion and adoration, almost collapsed against the pillar. But before she could fall to the ground in a swoon, Mala had lifted her high in the air, pressing Rachel's back to the pillar and flinging Rachel's legs over her wide shoulders. Mala's lush fur felt heavenly under Rachel's bare skin, and the matriarch, with her superhuman size and strength, aroused Rachel more than anyone of her own kind ever could. Mala's beautiful tongue slid all over Rachel's naked skin, licking up her sweat and tracing the outlines of Rachel's scars with worshipful tenderness. Rachel almost sobbed as she begged for more, crying out for Mala to taste her where she needed it most, where she was still soaking wet and craving. And at last, that divine tongue was caressing Rachel's swollen clit and dripping cunt, driving her wild with delight. Rachel sobbed Mala's name over and over, coming so many times that she lost count, giving herself body and soul to Mala beneath the golden moon. Fucking hell. <laughs> just like... My poor little brain is just like... <sighs> <laughs> okay, all right. Woo. Just... Oh. <laughs> giving herself body and soul to Mala beneath the golden moon. Rachel was utterly limp and spent when Mala raised her up in those long, Fucking well... damn straight she was. You would think. <laughs> yeah. Fucking My goodness. Broken on the inside for a while. I'm broke. Both healed and broken. Different yeah. ways. Yeah. Rachel was utterly limp and spent when Mala raised her up in those long, well-muscled arms and carried her back toward the compound. Rachel's head lolled against Mala's furry breasts, feeling the comforting rhythm of the Sasquatch woman's heartbeat and adoring the sound of the soft hum she made. She managed a small giggle as Mala plucked one of the jasmine sprigs from her hair and ate it, a playful twinkle in her beautiful large eyes. Behind Mala and Rachel, other tall shapes came forward from the tree line, carrying offerings of berries and venison as their little ones scampered along beside them. They, too, were heading to the compound, there to greet their human counterparts and join them in preparing the marriage feast. Yeah. Ooh. I'm good. Yeah. Well, I, my brain is still trying to process everything that just happened. <laughs> Basically, I'd like at this point, all I can imagine is like a, a Disney scene of intelligent animals all lined up watching as this woman is just getting like. Yeah. Just like this. Lady just getting fucking finger railed and like <laughs> turned inside out by like God a uh, who wants to just make you come till you explode and die yeah. and then come back. Yeah. Yeah. Mala like is so like loving. She like just carries her back scoop in her em. arms. Scoop them. Scoop them. Scoop them. Scoop them. Scoop by scoop. Fuck them and scoop them, I guess. <laughs> I also like the fact that like um, all the all the other like big Bigfoots foot lockers were like all just just behind the trees like watching like yeah. yeah we shouldn't we shouldn't be here we're gonna walk over here we're just gonna be behind don't worry we can't hear or see you <laughs> don't worry about it like you know that that was the single loudest event that Forrest has ever experienced mm -hmm. <laughs> and all the big feet are just jerking it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just all around the corner like as one wet ring <laughs> around just the, a, pillar the, for, just? the oh, forest yeah. ring oh. is just soaked with cum. And then there's a yeah wetness around the pillar. Uh, I'm sure she's dehydrated at this oh point. My God, oh, yeah. 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 Also good on her because being a, a granny like older, still real wet. Getting it. Hard to do. Hard to do. Mm. She's got enough for her. She got her, her veggie femme and her. Yeah, yeah. Her estrogen pills or whatever the fuck. Vagifem. You gotta, you gotta. What is. When just, you get older, you gotta. No, I I know. It's more of like, what, why fucking every doctor and. Why and you would name person, it that? Yeah, it's like, well, this one's for women. So we're going to call it Vagifem. Yeah. I don't want anyone <laughs> with a, a vagina to not know that this is called Vagifem. Like, oh, for boy. fuck's sake. Ugh. <laughs> Dumb. Like they should have called Viagra like Dicky Stiff. Dicky Stiff. <laughs> I'll 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 accept this one. Peanut mask. <laughs> Actually, peanut mask is pretty spot on. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. That's, I mean, it's exact. Peanut mask. That's yeah. that's. Mask. I take my peanut mask every day so I can put it in people. 
Smash? Yeah. Go go. No. No. Pass. I mean, Pass. Yeah, I'm not the ape thing. Just don't don't work for me. You don't like, like ape? really? Like I just. I mean, yeah. In it, in real life, <laughs> of course not. I don't want to fuck would a I fucking with monkey. A lo- would I like- be with a lover who wants to just like rail down on my body until I come as many times as like I could possibly go? Yeah. Okay. So yes. <laughs> so it's just like the 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 hairy apeness is not your vibe. Yeah, but I technically said yes with some of the other hairy apes that yeah. we've done before. Yeah. I've seen through it. I For mean, whatever reason in this time, I think it was because this story specifically described ape-like features. Yeah, and in they the did. other one I was able to just kind of erase that you and just put, put a, like, a human face. Yeah, I just made it a, a fucking big gay bear man and I was like, yeah, I'm down. All right. That yeah. sounds great. I mean, Jim and I are notorious for hating monkeys. It's yeah. it's in podcasts. Yeah. Like it's it's on episodes. It's out there. People know this. Yeah. I don't love monkeys, but like I don't like them. But this is different. Is it? <laughs> it's a giant monkey. No. It, it's the intelligent brings it back around. I'm just saying that that was what threw me off. That yeah. was like the one thing where I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I mean, but here's the thing. You're like talking with this person like yeah. they're super smart, smarter than you, you know, yeah, like, apparently. you know, you don't. Yeah. It's it's not like you're it's not it's not bestiality if they're smart. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our new tagline for this podcast. No. It's not bestiality if they're smart. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, that's just. <laughs> you may have just ended the show. No, no. Uh, you just put me in a place. Anyway, um, oh. I'll deal with that feeling later. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ! I apologize. What for, for whatever reason, my brain is not prepared for that information right now. Okay. So anyway. It's all so, like, listen, it's all, we're talking about fucking monsters. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You have you're to right. get yourself in yeah. the zone before you yeah. can't be like, oh, well, in my real life. Yeah, of course fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> in my real life. Someone's sad tonight. I love that we fully triggered Jeff. <laughs> like, this is like, the, this is the only time that you've ever directly yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so excited that this is what I'm it's sorry. about. That I was like, I don't know if I'm fucked up with a monkey face. You're like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Listen up. How we, dare you? We come you into are. this. We come into this room and we take off. We take off what the world has put on us. We take it off. So we come in this room and we can fuck whatever we want to fuck. And I don't want to be judged right now because I said yes already. <laughs> I didn't even wait to be asked. I was like, yep. Smash. Smash. Uh, right. You know, this is, we're in, a, we're playing I agree. in this space. I agree. Playing you know? We're playing in this space. Yes. Yes. Of Everything course. about what that character wanted to do and did, awesome. Yeah. Totally yeah. down. Uh, yeah. I like the bigness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm good with that. Yeah. Some of the ape features I'm not as like vibey on for right, sure. Yeah. And like, you know. Doing it to me, sure. I'm pretty sure I, I like said to yes to the veggie man, so I feel like I gotta, <laughs> I gotta like maybe calm it down on this one. Well, you know, plants get you harder than monkeys do, and that's fair. It's true. It's valid. I'd look yeah. at carrots, and I'm just like, "What's up, girl? You could <laughs> go places." Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It's time. Okay. Thank you for taking this wild ride with us today. We very much appreciate you listening to our funny little show. You can find all things left. At our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash laughs pod. And that's L-A-F-S-P-O-D. Lots of cool stuff. You can find all the ways to listen to us on different podcatchers like Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, etc. You can find our website, which has a cryptid cupid submission form. If you are an author or you find some really hot erotica, send it our way. We want it. We want to read it. Just like the ones we had today. The spicier, the better. We love a spicy meatball. I'm just saying. Semi- and if it's semi-porn. funny. Yeah, we if also it's funny. Really, we, we love a funny. We mm-hmm. do love a funny. We need some funnies. They're good. Be like Sarah and join our Patreon. Part of our pervert posse or whatever y'all guys say. I can't Perv remember. Perv nerd herd. We have multiple tiers. Um, there's general support. There's also the literature club where you can get all our show notes and you can get stories that we write. That's the ones Jim, Coco, and I write. Um, then there's the content club, which you get all that cool stuff, 
You also get special episodes and art that we make. I made a couple of things. Jim has made some stuff. We have a couple of special episodes with some cool people. And then you have the booty pick of the month club. Do you want to see our butts? <laughs> you want to see one of our butts? All the butts? Yeah. You want to see some butts once a month? Plus all the other tiers. You know, join our Patreon. If you don't have the funds, we understand. Shout us out. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your enemies. Tell your dog. Tell your dog. <laughs> tell them. And also review us. Review us on all the, the podcatchers. Give us some stars. I think that are all, that's all the things. Yeah. yeah. That seems like all the things. I think that's all the things. We're we also on social. Thing. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come fight us. Come, come fight us. Come please us. Mm, even better. Come uh, applaud us. <laughs> Jeer us. I don't know. Whatever. Touch me. Mm-hmm. Tell us how great we are. I love that. We do like that. We love to be praised. Mm-hmm. Please do that. Praise kink. This is a praise kink group. For sure. Anyway. <laughs> watch Shadow Sweeties. Stay horny, babes. Rot roll. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all.